Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. That's Keys, baby. Greatest moment, favorite moment. I can't speak for you as an NFL player, right? With Mr. Glazer, Mike Tirico, oh John Gruden yes. hoisting Lombardi on oh, a Sunday even, night. It's not even Weapon. close. The, the, the memories is not even close. Like, right, when you talk about your fondest memories as a professional athlete, it's winning a Super Bowl. There's two things I always tell people that you cannot take away from me. They are. My college degree in the Super Bowl. You can you can take everything else, but those two things you cannot take. Key, when, when, when it was all said and done on the field, like, what was that feeling like? Like, what was it like when you were with your teammates hoisting that trophy? You know, Jay, it was just, it was one of the moments, man, like, like, damn, we did this. Like, I got a ring. Like, this is... This was my goal when I entered the National Football League is to go to the Super Bowl. That was my goal when I got traded from the Jets is to make sure that I delivered and did what I was supposed to do and they traded for me. That was my whole goal is to to give them something that they hadn't had, you know, and, and that was a receiver that could help them move the sticks, move the chains, do the things that you're capable of doing. And so when you look at it, it was like, oh, man, we we hit pay dirt. That was just – it was the craziest thing Ever. Like, it was so much fun. Also, in that game, so uh, Whiteface, Dwight Smith, gets his pick. As soon as Smitty gets that pick, I go up in the stands to get my family out of the stands to bring them on the sideline with, like, a minute something or whatever it was left in the game because that was always a dream. Mm -hmm. Watching everybody else do it growing up, holding their kids on – I wanted to do it. I'm like – this is the moment. I don't give a damn what the security guards tell me because, you know, they were like, oh, you can't. I mean, get your ass away from me. You know, and, and going up in the stand, come down. You come. They all with me. It was, they were not going to stop me from getting my family on the field. That's a legendary and, thing. That's, that, that's amazing, right, Jay? I mean, you can't put a price uh, on that, right? I mean, well, I was going to say, Zubin, you know, like we're all grown men. Like, you know, we have responsibilities. We have things that we have to do each and every day. Key, you and I both have families. It, it's it's not every day that you get a chance to feel like you're a kid again. And I know when I won a chip, I, I felt like I was a child, right? It brought me back to those moments being on the basketball court where it's like, I didn't know who to hug. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. It didn't matter. I, like, there's nothing you couldn't touch me. I was Teflon at that moment. You know what I mean? Ooh, of course. They go to jumper, bam, uh, and give me that. I see you, I see <laughs> little, you little, guy. I see you little guy touching the backboard. Couldn't really, <laughs> couldn't really get to the square, but that's okay. Hey, it didn't matter, man. Didn't matter. The ball went in the hoop. That's all that counts. No, that's that's all those sort of stuff though. Just those fondest memories. Like I got pictures with my babies holding my kids with the jerseys on. Mm-hmm. Like we go back sometime in my house and you can look at that picture and you just be like, that's what's up. Right. And then they may be too young to remember it, but then anytime you No, they past, remember. My kids, they? oh, they remember it like it was yesterday. Good. That's great. Yeah. Right? Oh my God, that's yeah. Incredible. Because they, they went to all my games, so they're older now, but when they were young, they remember everything, especially the Super Bowl. That's great stuff. Last thing I would mention, uh, Key went into the crowd to grab his kids like everybody used to do pre-pandemic. 
Word coming out yesterday, this is just a quick mention, that the weekend, the Super Bowl halftime show brought to you by Pepsi, he's going to do most of his performance in the stands because there's not going to be people in the stands. So normally you see it on a stage, 50-yard line. Hmm. Let's wait to see what happens on Sunday with the weekend. He says he's going to go into the stands to do the Super Bowl 55 Mr. halftime weekend, show. Are you- <laughs> Mr. Mr. Weekend. Mr. Weekend. He will not be Mr. blinded weekend by the, the light. He'll be up in there ready to go. This is Keyshawn G. Will Zubin coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. We're asking you this morning whose legacy most impacted most with a Super Bowl win on Sunday. But speaking of legacy, Brad in L.A., not Brad in California. Brad, well, I guess that's true. But Brad in L.A., proud to tell us he's from L.A., with a different twist on the legacy conversation. But, but hold what? on, Brad, before you go, what part of L.A., though? I'm in, well, I'm in Compton right now. Oh, so you in L.A., that's what's up. Where you yeah. live at? What, what city? I live uh, a little bit south, down towards uh, Temecula area. Oh, okay, man, you, got, you drove a, a long ways to get to work. Every day, yeah. yeah that's what's up. Drive. That's what's up. So you got a little Brady Belichick thing for us. Hit us up. So you guys are talking about it with Brewski. So here's a little trivia question for you. Bill Belichick's been a head coach in the NFL for 26 years. Long time. Eight years. Eight years. That's a long, lot of seasons for a head coach without Tom Brady as his quarterback. So in those eight years, how many years did he finish in first place or tied for first place? Without him. Twice. Without Brady, twice, zero, zero, mm. not even, not even one time. Not so in, in those not years, in Cleveland. How many times did he make the playoffs? No, and not he made in the playoffs one time. So he was a wild, he was a wild card, and then they missed the playoffs with with Matt Castle, but they didn't finish tie for first. Nope. Wow. We need to no. confirm that. Let's confirm those. No, he, he no, he's he's right. He's right. Cleveland, Cleveland, he didn't win. Uh, he didn't win. They were wild card. And then the Matt Castle year at, at eleven and five, I think the Jets were twelve and four, or something like that. No, the Dolphins were the, also eleven the, and five, so they finished tied for first technically, but they didn't make the playoffs. Yes, they mm. finished. I thought they finished tied for first, but didn't make the playoffs. So technically, he's right and he's wrong. Because they did finish first, they just didn't make the playoffs. Correct. Both teams were eleven and five that year, with the Dolphins getting the edge. The Jets were nine and seven, and Buffalo was seven and nine. All so right. So is Brad saying that Bill yes, Belichick? Brad is, is yes, saying, saying that Bill Belichick isn't anything without Tom Brady. Exactly. That's what he's saying. Well, I, I want to know how many times has Tom Brady finished in first place in his division without Bill Belichick? Well, well, that, what, it, that what? that's kind of hard though, Evan, because. Brady's first time ever without Bill is this year, right? I mean, they finished second in their division. This is a fair. He did it one time. Belichick's been coaching longer than Brady's been playing. Yeah, Calm and down. I, and I understand you, germ there's spreader. The, there's the Washington caveat, but to Evan's point, they did finish second in the division, but they were the fifth overall seed in a seven-team field. I mean, you could look at it that way yeah. as well if you wanted to. Considering I know Washington had to get the spot over them. All right, so guys. Give me your thoughts on the poll question, and then in about three minutes from now, we'll have Troy Vincent join us, NFL Executive Vice President. Uh, Whose legacy would be impacted the most with a Super Bowl win on Sunday? Who do you say? Uh, Bruce Arians. Uh, The other three guys that are talked about, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Tom Brady, and Andy Reid, two of the head coach, 
in Andy Reid's going into the Hall of Fame. The quarterback is certainly going into the Hall of Fame the day he retires. They'll put him in the next day. Patrick Mahomes is headed in that right direction. Bruce Arians is toward the end of his coaching tenure uh, in his career. I mean, he doesn't have 15 more years to go. Right. Probably, you know, he coached for another five years or whatever the case may be. But winning the Super Bowl ultimately will get him in that conversation. Is he a Hall of Fame coach based on his resume, longtime resume as an assistant coach and short-term term coach in Indianapolis as an interim as well as in Arizona turning that franchise around and making the playoffs despite Arizona not being very good for a long time and then what he's been able to do in Tampa in a short period of time. Yeah, and I'm with you with that on Bruce Arians. Zubin, I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes just because I think all these conversations leading into this week is the goat versus the baby goat. <laughs> and what would it mean if the baby goat gets his second Super Bowl back-to-back at the age of 25, which then he's able to do it a year younger than what Tom Brady was able to do it. He's also, you know how we're infatuated with resumes being unblemished. He's then undefeated in Super Bowl appearances with 2-0. and And then at the same time, what if Tom Brady never gets back here? What if Patrick Mahomes and his Kansas City Chiefs, is this team is the one to close out the chapter on Tom Brady? I, I think that speaks into the legacy of a guy like Patrick Mahomes as he's starting to really blast into the stratosphere as being the best quarterback in the game. He has so many years left, though. You know, he's 15 years to play this game. And what is this, his fifth year? Yeah, yeah he was drafted in 2017. Yeah, but that's man, what I'm saying. Two Super, Bowls in, two Super Bowls in five years. Yeah, but, but two Super Bowls in five years, it doesn't really do anything because he's 15 years to go. I mean, yeah, how you, many more Super Bowls? What do you mean it doesn't do anything? He, well, if he, yeah, well wins, that's the if, he win, if he wins, it's not going to change – his legacy. It's not because he's got so much time. But Key, to how play. many at twenty five? Well, how many quarterbacks in the league have more than two Super Bowls? Have, have only, won two Super Bowls or two. more? That's there's what I'm saying. So, that changes his active. legacy yeah, drastically. There's only, there's only two that's active currently right now. That changes his legacy drastically. I, I think he just got so old? much time left, though. That's the only reason why I'm not really putting a whole lot of emphasis on him. Where you think about it. Andy Reid's probably going to go in the Hall of Fame. Tom Brady's certainly done. Andy Reid's going into Hall of Fame. Tom Brady's certainly done. Bruce Arians is on that bubble, right? Because he's he's 68 years old. Correct. And how much longer is he actually going to coach? And how much longer is Tom Brady going to be paired with Bruce Arians? And so eventually he's going to lose Ty Bowles, maybe lose Byron Leftwich. And he's going to win a Super Bowl. And I'm certain that people will start that conversation about is he a Hall of Fame coach if he wins? Yeah, I would just say two things. One, to bolster Jay's point, which is that, yes, he's been in the league since 2017, but he started the final regular season game that year, which didn't mean anything against Denver. It was Alex Smith's team. So to bolster Jay's point, it's actually been two Super Bowls in three years instead of two Mm. and four. The one other thing I would just say, though, and this is an obvious statement, the difference between two Super Bowls and (laughs) ten is so – I know he's got a long runway and it's 15 years – the difference between playing in two and playing in 10. And I know Patrick's got a long way to go. People are talking about the gap between 10 and two. Like it's not that big. No, of a it's huge. Gigantic. Yeah. Man, the, gigantic. A, a gap between counts. playing in zero Super Bowls <laughs> and, and one yes. is a huge gap. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I think one to Jay's point, definitely checking the Mahomes column on the other one, though. Right now, you got to put it. In the Brady column, the undefeated on ESPN Plus offers fans year-round premium content highlighting the intersection of race, culture, and sports. There's some very 
thought-provoking, very, very good work on the UndefeatedUndefeated.com. Check out new premium storytelling, your favorite ESPN films, and more exclusively, only on ESPN+. Plus. Sign up now at ESPNplus.com. Back to a trip down memory lane. Dropping Gannon, looking Gannon, looking Gannon. Throws up the middle. And to the side. At the 30. Derek Brooks, 30. Brooks to the 29. He's going. Derek Brooks all the way. There it is. The dagger's in. We're going to win the Super Bowl. You know, they won the Super Bowl over the Raiders, but the week before in the NFC Championship game, January 19th, where were you? It won January 19th, 2003. That's rhetorical. I'm not expecting anybody to come up with the answer, except for Key. He and his teammates were in Philly, where they were able to edge Troy Vincent and the Philadelphia Eagles 27-10. I say that gingerly because he's a very powerful guy. No, Troy, Troy knows the deal. What's so funny about that game, you know, they, they had already – Started and I don't know if Troy remembers this or not, but they had already started. I remember it like yesterday. No, but wait, not the game, not the game. <laughs> but apparently, allegedly, out there, the Philadelphia Eagles advance team, meaning like trainers, and they had already started sending their equipment to San Diego prior to the game for the Super Bowl. For the Super Bowl, before we even played the game, they had already started sending stuff. They had to bring that shit. Oh, oh, they had to dump me. They had to turn around and bring morning. that back. Lord. You see, Troy? You see what happens? Well, Troy, hey, man, oh. you, you, know how, you know how it go when it gets real, buddy. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, Key and Jay and Zoo. I, I swear, I'm excited, man. I'm just, in August, I really didn't know if we would be here. And I'm 48 hours away from Super Bowl 55 here in Tampa. And, again, did not know a lot of uncertainty. But we about to watch Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady get it on. What's the biggest reason the NFL has got this Super Bowl going, Troy, and got it to where we didn't have any major mishaps that would delay it or push it back? Key, it was simple. It was the power of teamwork. I think Tom, I think it starts with the leader. It starts with leadership. D. Maurice, Commissioner Goodell, Tom Mayer, Doctor Seals. We just work. They work together. The only way this was going to happen is put titles aside, put pride aside, and what is in best interest for the for the players and the coaches from a health and safety standpoint. And I, I do I truly believe that at the core it was how do we get this season kicked off in a safe and responsible manner. There's some people and I'm pleased about if you don't mind me just acknowledging because this we're not here if not for the efforts of Donna Ponte, Larry Verrazzani and Jeff Miller and Doctor Seals from our office. And Don Davis daily multiple calls a day with clubs as you saw you read you you know ESPN reported you have infections you have spreads and who's playing who's not playing and once we found that we we say that that sweet recipe of identification isolation and containment of a possible spread okay now Troy now you schedule a game Troy Vincent, NFL Executive Vice President of Football Operations, is joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Now that the Super Bowl is close to the end on Sunday, it'll be over with, 
What preparations or plans or even conversations have you and the rest of the league had with the 32 teams about the offseason, considering that we'll still be in a pandemic? So I think what we heard yesterday from from leadership, both from D and both from commissioner, is that we have to look at, J.C. Trader reported on it a a couple weeks back, of what did we learn last year that worked on the offseason? It was a virtual offseason. And there was, you know, no, no, no players, no coaches inside the facility. There was no preseason games, as we would say, a, a, a reimagined training camp. And then we go in and we finish 17, uh, 256 games in 17 weeks with all-time records in scoring and touchdowns and margin of victories and uh, just – we had 70% of our games were less than one score away in the fourth quarter. Like just re, we have to think about what worked last year in the off season that got the men prepared to have a phenomenal season and the data statistics and the play says so. So I think we should be, I think we're going to going back into this, this off season, at least right now, as our country, we begin to set a path forward on, we're all in this together. We still have to be reasonable and responsible as we return. A new rookie class coming in. But I, I think there are some things we learned a year ago that we have to implement because it worked. Troy, 22,000 fans will be allowed to attend the Super Bowl at Raymond James Stadium. Um, we are still in a pandemic, and I know that 7,500 uh, of those will be vaccinated, those people. But how, what was the process that you guys came up with in conjunction with, you know, overall to come up with that number to allow fans to that degree. It's probably one of the largest events we've had throughout the pandemic to occur. Well, we saw throughout the season at different venues, we learned a ton of what worked and what didn't work following the CDC guidelines, following, we, we followed the science and we paid attention to what authority, when I say authority, our federal government, our local state and government, what they were asking us to do. And we mapped those with our protocols, what were put in place. To me, the 7,500, those those frontline workers, like those are the heroes. That's the real Super Bowl. Because without the workers, the nurses, the doctors, the caretakers, we're not here today. We're we're not here today. So, Jay, just follow. It was real simple. What is science? What is engineering? What are our healthcare leaders saying that we need to do to be responsible so that not only the, the, the players and the coaches are safe, but the fans that are attending, they want to come and enjoy a game and go, come, come to the game safe and leave safely. So all of the protocols um, are put in place by local and state guidelines. Troy, when you look at the, the four minority coordinators in the Super Bowl alone, including the Buck special teams coordinator, Keith Armstrong. How can the NFL adjust the hiring practices to give the Super Bowl assistants a real fair shot at interviewing if that is the true problem for a job? So, Key, let me begin, if, if, if you can. It, it's as the hiring cycle concludes, and we still have a few more coordinator roles that are still open, We did not see, and I'm going to say we, because it takes all of us. We didn't see the results 
that we we felt like we would see based off of the things that were put in place on the head coaching side. And again, I'm not taking anything away from all of the head coaches. We did not see the results on the head coaching, in particular around black coaches. But when we look at the totality of what took place, there's some promise there. It demonstrated the work that was done with club ownership, the Players Association, Chairman Rooney, the commissioner, Rod Graves and the Fritz Pollard, we made, there was clear progress there. When you look at the totality of the work, I can't, I'm not going to discount, and I've said this throughout the week, because the eyeballs go back to the sideline, which I understand, the head coach. But Terry Fontenot is a GM today. Brad Holmes is a GM today. Martin Mayhew is the first returning black GM in the history of our game. I'm not going to – we can't discount that. That's a, those are significant hires. Aaron Glenn, your former teammate, is a defensive coordinator. D'Amico, he's a defensive coordinator. We used to see the fall of the black head coach. He goes from a head coach to a position coach or out of the game, not coaching at all. Anthony Lynn, where we would love to see him be a head coach – in this past cycle, he's a coordinator. Raheem, Raheem Morris, Coach Morris, we would love to see him be a head coach, but he's a coordinator. That fall is so steep, but we've made a lot. We had a first-team president and Jason in Washington. So the totality of the work, I feel good. I'm optimistic. We're hopeful. We have some things to build on. And now what we do is as we come to a closure here, We'll be able to sit back and we'll assess, we'll analyze, we'll listen. We'll listen to those. We, we, we need to listen to EB. Hey, what did you think about your interviews? And then we need to interview the, the eight clubs, that, that, the seven clubs that interviewed it. What did you hear? We need to talk to Leslie Frazier. We need to talk to all, everyone, Patrick Graham. What did you learn? And now we have to go back and say, how does this align with our seven-point mobility plan that we put in place? Mm. That's a great point. EB, of course, Eric Bieniemy, Patrick Graham, the underrated, maybe not well-known, but soon to be well-known defensive coordinator of the Giants. The last thing I would say, Troy, not much of a question, just a comment. You know, when the CBA passed by about 60 votes and people were saying the players weren't on the same page and the players and the owners and the league and the players haven't been on the same page for a lot of things over the years. Everybody just wants their own and you get it. Everybody's worked so hard to get there. But the fact that you could appreciate this as a former player now working for the league, that two entities that oftentimes were at odds came together, scrapped it, put it aside, and said, for the good of football, let's get out there, let's play an entire season. All 256 were played over 17 weeks, and knock on wood, in two days, we're going to complete a season that nobody thought would ever get done, and that's because of the combination of the work done by both the NFL and its players. So I commend you for that, and it's great to catch up with you this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Right, yep, thanks for having me, gentlemen. That yep, is Troy take care. Vincent. He is from Tampa, uh, joining us from Tampa, the NFL's executive vice president. Last thing I would say, you know, it's great to, to talk with him again. I'm going to say this real quick. I would say for the six months that we've been on the air, longtime listener, for the six months we've been on the air, I think Troy Vincent probably had the most emotional, cathartic, like if I did just pick five minutes out of every little thing that we have done, mm-hmm. his interview with us in August after some of the racial strife in America, you could hear the passion he's talking about with football. I get it. It's football. But when he joined us that day in late August after the country was roiling, and let's be honest, it still is, but just the way it bubbled to the surface that day, and he let 
let his proverbial guard down. Unbelievable. The NFL's got a good one in Troy Vincent. A reminder, tune into my Greenberg show, Greeny, which immediately follows our show, Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin on ESPN Radio. Today, Greeny talks to Marcus Spears and Dan Orlovsky, Key's guy. Wall-to-wall Super Bowl 55 coverage from Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin right into Greeny weekday mornings on ESPN Radio and right into Super Bowl trivia round two. We had round one yesterday with a... Mixed bag of success. We'll see if we can do a little better today. And by the way, this Super Bowl trivia all surrounds Key's Super Bowl run. So Jay and I are off the hook if we don't get it right. Key doesn't get it right, but it's your own Super Bowl, man. And speaking of Jay, we'll I have it I don't even know the final score. <laughs> I think it was like 48-21, something like that. Whatever it was. I don't even know. If they want to move, we might be able to bring him to L.A., though, for the Lakers. Him, LeBron, A.D., that's your whole team in cap space. Yeah, but that's all you need in a bunch of me's and you's. Hey, look, me's is different than you's. You better you know stop putting us in the same category. This is Super Week 2021 with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Lakers, big win last night, down double digits. At the half to the Nuggets, and then they roll and win by 21 points. Nice little 33-point swing. LeBron not so nice when it comes to what he thinks about the All-Star game. The NBA and the Players Association have agreed to hold it in Atlanta on March 7th. The NBA does have a quote-unquote break from March 5th to 10th, but LeBron is like, hey, man, I clinched the title, and 71 days later, you got to start in the next season, and this game doesn't mean anything. What are we doing why are we doing it? But even as powerful as LeBron is, nope, game's going on. Even he couldn't stop it. March 7th, but he's not happy. De'Aaron Fox called the idea stupid. Everybody running around with masks on during the game. Black History Always. Today on Black History Month, we honor the Blau Black officiating crew that worked Week 11 Monday Night Football game between the Rams and the Bucks might remember this was a big moment on ESPN. There's been some talk about diversifying the ranks and the coaching ranks and the executive ranks. Nobody really talks about the officiating crew, but obviously you can't have a game without the refs. And those men were honored on late 2020, and we should mention that in 1965, the NFL hired Burl Toler, the first black official in any major sports league, the trailblazer Burl Toler. And we should mention Sports Center brought to you by Mako. It was 2020 full of dings, dents, and scratches. Your tax refund in Mako can help refresh your ride with your refund at Mako to undo a little bit of last year. Head to Mako.com to get a free online estimate today. Uh oh. Better get Mako. 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. In terms of Hall of Famers, let's do it. He's going five. That's right. Yeah. Reel them off for everybody. You got Derek Brooks. Yep. You have Warren Sapp. Boom. There's your bucks. You got Tim Brown. Boom. Jerry Rice. Boom. And who am I? Oh, and Charles Woodson. Uh, who else? Rob Woodson, right? Rob Woodson, Boom. Did, Rob Woodson didn't play in my Super Bowl. Key. Wait a minute, man. What was Rob Woodson playing? Man, I got to look now. You got me confused. Key, we confirmed it, double-checked it, triple-checked By the way, Charles Woodson getting the call from the hall tomorrow, so we gave you a half point because if you're listening to this on the podcast on Sunday when Rob, and Charles gets the call, Key will be right. Yeah, I just I don't remember it. I remember I remember what Rob playing in Pittsburgh, obviously, Baltimore. I didn't remember him with the Raiders at all. It's okay. You had a foggy memory because you won a championship. It's, that's allowed. Well, Keith. no, I still, because I remember who was on their team, for some reason, I just, I don't know, too many Woodsons. And before Evan Wilner steps in, our producer, to take us through round two, and uh, by the way. That, he reminded me I wasn't one of those Hall of Famers, by the way. Yes, I, I don't want to yeah. be the guy to mention that yeah. there's 29 wide receivers in the Hall of Fame, but Keith would only trade his career for the GOAT, <laughs> Jerry Rice. I want to mention today trivia time. This isn't really trivia because I'm about to give you the answer anyway. Today's the anniversary of 28-3. If you're a Tom Brady fan, you're a Pats fan, you're a Jilted Pats fan, today, the anniversary of the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history mm. when the Falcons led the Pats 28-3 and New England came back to win. All right, Evan, go ahead. Well, Connor's a Falcons fan, so if anybody knows how to run the board, please stop by ESPN. And that's Con- why he's leaving the show. I insulted him about that. <laughs> Go All right, ahead, what you got? How long was the game? How long was the game? This does include the halftime show. Oh, wow. Okay, so you want like an hour-minute type thing. Yes. Okay, Key. You were there for the whole thing, so. <laughs> Four hours and 30 minutes. Three hours and 35 minutes. Damn it. Three. Fifteen. Three hours 50 minutes, 5-0. Oh, oh, I was close. So I was close. So it's like basically an episode of KJZ. It's like a, it was yes. a four-hour. Okay, it's a three-hour and 50 minutes. seemed like it was longer, but who knows. Okay. <laughs> uh, we all know Key had six receptions for 69 yards. How many targets? Key only had six receptions for 69 yards? Only? I'm joking. I'm getting so mad. I'm not mad. I just said only. That's work. <laughs> Once you figure out how many targets, you'll find out how many drops. <laughs> oh, wow. Jeez. Jeez. A little math. Uh, nine targets. More? Twelve targets. I'll say seven? Eleven. Eleven, eleven targets. Tar- uh, yeah. See, that's wrong. Yeah. I have eleven targets. They threw it in my direction. <laughs> it was in the vicinity. So yeah, I don't, I don't do next-gen stats. Uh, Sorry. Five drops. <laughs> Numbers never lie. <laughs> what was Key's longest reception? Okay, come on, Key. You got to get this one. We're not going to get this longest one. Longest yeah. reception? 12 yards. Nine yards. 10? 18. Wow. 18. Okay, Key. Jay and I weren't very confident <laughs> in Key's yeah. ability in that case. We just kept going down for I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> kept going the other Key way. didn't seem too confident. I didn't no, know. I said 12. I just knew every catch was like a first down. I don't, you know, I don't sit there and memorize everything I did in the Super Bowl, or everything I do in the Super Bowl. As evidenced by the last two days, that is absolutely <laughs> the case. I never, yeah. Right, 100%. Uh, this is my, maybe my favorite question. How many assistant coaches 
on these two staffs ended up as full-time NFL head coaches. Oh, wow. I don't know that. Wow. This arbitrary Um, number. Three? No, wait. I don't know. No, I'm not done. I'm not done. Three, four, five total. Who are some of the ones you're thinking? Kind of let's do it the way we came in. Mike Tomlin, Rob Marinelli, John Gruden. No, John Gruden was a head coach. Oh, so but but he ended up being another head coach, so I counted him in. No, assistant coaches oh, in the game got that it. became okay. head coaches. Okay, so, so I take – it's two then. It's two. Who's he missing? Who am I missing? It's, I'll go three. The, the answer – Zubin, you have a guess? I'll go say, higher, uh, Zubin. Go higher. Yeah, uh – I feel like I need to go lower at this point, right? No, I, mean, I can tell you off the top of my head. Tomlin and Rob Marinelli is two. So that's minimum two. I said that's three. Two. Key said four, and then he said five. Six? No! Uh, Thank the, you, Jay. Jay led two, me in the direction. Two, I got you, Zubin. Two from the Raiders, Mark Tressman, Jim Harbaugh. Oh, wow. Four from the Bucks: Jay Gruden, Mike Tomlin, Raheem Morris, and Rod Marinelli. Wow, How old yeah, was I Raheem forgot. Morris. Yeah, yeah, Raheem. Yeah, he was young. He was with y'all. Yeah, he was our. He was our. Uh, I don't know. I I should have just not rushed through it. Um, he was our quality control guy at the time, mm. and then he replaced Gruden. Remember, he became the defensive back coach. Did eventually a defensive coordinator for like a day, and then they fired Gruden, and then he became the head coach. Harbaugh, how about that one? That's I didn't realize pull, Harbaugh huh? was coaching with the Raiders. Yeah, See? wow. I, I, that just goes. What was he, a quality control guy, though, Evan? Yeah, offensive assistant. Yeah. Let, also, shout out Raheem Morris Hofstra. Yeah. Yeah, Hofstra. Let yeah. me give you a quick Harbaugh story. Just, and I think we all know, and I'm going to say this affectionately, I think we all know how crazy Jim Harbaugh can be. So when he was making his NFL bona fides, obviously, you know, captain comeback, the quarterback, all that stuff, Bears Colts. There was a story when he was with the Raiders about how maniacal he was working. I think you'll, you'll appreciate this as he continued to climb the ranks. They said, I think I saw a story one day where he had drove home and parked in his driveway. And he was so tired from working. I know how much, how much time you guys put into this. He got in the driveway, was sitting in his car, and he fell asleep in the car. with the, Just the cars, it's like fell asleep. He woke up several hours later in the car, asleep. And couldn't remember if he had just driven home from work mm-hmm. or he was in the car, needed to wake up and drive to work. Think about that for a second. I mean, that's the life of an NFL assistant. Yeah. It, it, when, you, when you put in so much work, though, Zubin, that's what happens. And when you're really tired, like even as a player, and this happened to you, I'm sure, Jay, because it doesn't happen to me before. <laughs> you in the hotel room early on a Saturday? And all of a sudden you go to sleep and it's quiet and you just you're so tired from just the preparation of the week of practice and everything. You get to the hotel room, you sleep. All of a sudden you wake up and it's quiet and you forget that you had a meeting. You had you jump up and be like, oh, my God, I'm missing the game. I've done that before. Snatched my stuff, ran out in the hallway. Security guard looking at me like, what the hell wrong with you? I'm like, I got to get to the game. He's like, man, it's six o'clock. It's 6 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. Your game's tomorrow. One thing we found, Key does love talking to the security guards. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, we does. do know that. One more here. What do you have, Ev? Bucks are one of four franchises that are undefeated in the Super Bowl. They're 1-0. Name the other three franchises that are undefeated in the Super Bowl. Got to go Jets because they're 1-0, right? Yep. 
Jets is one and zero. Jets one and zero. Baltimore or, or not? Ba- yeah, Baltimore Ravens. Two and zero. Um, and who else? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck. Did the Dolphins ever lose a Super Bowl? Yes, Marino, of course, right? They lost one, right? Yeah. They lost one with Marino. Yeah. Uh, boy, this is a real. Uh, you said, where's Where's Pittsburgh? No, they lost. Remember, Mike Tomlin. Oh, Coach yes. Tomlin lost. That's right. Denver? Uh, Denver's Den- lost Denver's many lost. times. Right? Many times. <laughs> they have. That's he hit the has. button, don't oh. you, Jay? Yeah, I know. Everybody <laughs> else got the guesses. About, I get the button hit on me. Are the Chiefs? No. Uh, no. Saints. The Saints. The New Orleans Saints. Oh, they won and out. One and zero. One and zero. That's kind of the trick question. You have to find the lower teams that have been there once. You can't go Buffalo or Minnesota in this particular example. I just Cleveland Browns. Out no. names. Cleveland I Browns. I don't know. Teams that have yet to be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> but that was the question. Buffalo Bills. No. <laughs> Although they're coming, they're coming. All right. So we want to know whose legacy would be impacted the most with the Super Bowl win on Sunday. We'll take your calls throughout the course of a morning. Next, we'll take it or shake it, including. The question of the day for many in New believe England. Jay tried think? to question my ability in the Super Bowl. What? Never mind. Never mind. Well, Jay, we got to defend ourselves because if, if he had 11 yards a catch, that would be a first down. You said you were moving the sticks every time you caught it. So Jay said 11 sticks. yards, that's a first down. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. That's being positive down. here. I'm negative, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> so on the way, it's take it or shake it, including what Teddy Bruschi said yesterday. Do the fellas really believe this? That Matt Stafford just ain't tough enough to play for Bill Belichick. The guys weigh in next. Hey, it's Greeny, and we're getting ready for the last football Friday of this season. And in it, I will tell you exactly who is going to win Super Bowl 55 and why and who's going to be the MVP. All that and more, don't miss it. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. This is Super Week 2021 with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Instead of shaking it at the top of the hour, we'll be taking it, and the topic will be how hard it is to repeat. I'm sitting next to a couple of guys that won championships, and it's not as easy as fans like me think, and Key and Jay will take us inside the mind of just how difficult it can be. Yeah, Take y'all it fans, y'all think Lombardi <laughs> trophies, you could just order them off Amazon. Hey, give me one of those. <laughs> as they say, fans short for fanatic. That's why we think the way we do. Here we go. Take it or shake it. If he doesn't beat Brady on Sunday, Patrick Mahomes can never become the GOAT. That's kind of the Tony Romo thought. Take it or shake it. Shake it. Shake, shake it. it. Yeah, you got to shake that. The dude's going to play for another 15 years. He may never catch Tom Brady in terms of seven world championships and 10 appearances in the Super Bowl and all those sort of things. He's going to catch him in numbers if he stays healthy. It's all about how you perceive what the GOAT is. There's so many great players at that position. You know, there's the Elways, the Montanas, the Bradys. You know, there's Peyton Manning. Just enjoy and embrace what you're seeing in front of you. I agree with the latter part of that, but I think if Tom Brady is able to get this win, and it, it, even if he were to get there again, I just it makes it tough, especially considering Tom Brady at this age of his career, 43, I, I think that would make it tough for, for Patrick Mahomes to take over that mantle. So we've been talking this week about Kelsey and Gronk, the matchup, the top tight ends on both sides, but actually let's just distill this to the tight ends on one team. Cameron Brait will have more catches than Rob Gronkowski, his teammate Sunday from Tom Brady. Take it or shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Yeah, this is the Super Bowl, man. Terrific Tom knows where his bread is buttered at in crunch time. He understands Gronkowski. Gronkowski understands him. They've been on the, they've been on the same page for a long time in their careers. This is the Super Bowl. Who did he go to the last time the New England Patriots won the Super Bowl down the stretch and in the end? Biggest catch to, of the game. Biggest catch of the game. Gronk. He went to Gronk. Great call. Yeah, if this is Travis Kelsey, I would feel differently about it, but I, I'm with Keon Gronk. Speaking of Travis Kelsey, he'll have 100 yards receiving. Take it or shake it? Take that. Shake it! Shake, shake it! Shake it. I, I don't think he'll have 100 yards because weather will factor into the equation. They'll run the ball a little bit, but he's got to get the football to other – you know, other players, and, and I don't think statistically this is going to be a 400-yard type game for the Kansas City Chiefs in the air. I mean, it's just – he'll be productive, but I don't think he gets 100. I do think he'll score multiple times. I think it's going to be like a movie watching Patrick Mahomes throw those spirals in the rain. I think it's going to be incredible. So I'm going to, I'm going to give it to Travis Kelsey. I think he, he, he is going to be one of the best we've ever seen to do it, if not the best. Yeah, he's trending that way. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Goodyear Hotline, including Washington football head coach Ron Rivera, who will join us in our final Big hour Ron. Yeah, of the program. Got an interesting quarterback question for him. He's also up for NFL Coach of the Year, and we'll find out if he'll win that uh, tomorrow night at the NFL Honors. Okay, Matt Stafford. This is the big one. According to Teddy Bruschi, isn't tough enough to play in his old stomping grounds. New England, take it or shake it. Take it. Take take it. it. All I can do is go off what Teddy say. I didn't play in New England other than as, a, as, as an opponent. Teddy's been in that organization. He understands the organization. I know Bill Belichick. I understand how Bill, Belichick teaches. So it's – Look, I don't, think he's, I don't think he's questioning 
his ability as a tough football player. I think he's just saying from a mental standpoint, you're going to be coached up. Hard. You're going to be cut. Co- Man, I, I was in the two-minute defense at the end of the games when I was with Belichick and the New York Jets. We used to meet for five damn plays, two hours, <laughs> to look at five plays. That's how detailed he was. That was like brain surgery dealing with that. But he was right. I got picks listening to him. Bill usually right. I, it's, I just don't know, like, you know, the word tough, right? Like, it's – look, man, it, it, it's difficult. I, I think maybe scheme-wise with Sean McVay, I think L.A. is just a different lifestyle. I'm, I, I don't know if I want to say that Matthew Stafford isn't tough enough. Maybe he just doesn't want to deal with that. I, I don't know if I would say that it's tough, though. You know what I mean? I agree. It's kind of a nebulous term. Like, how do you define it? The one thing I would say to back up Teddy is he said – Matt Stafford isn't tough enough to play in Detroit because, excuse me, in New England because you have to look at it and say, you have to realize how tough Tom Brady was to do it. Yeah. It's not like Matt isn't the toughest guy in the world, but just Tom is so super tough mentally Man, that the, stre- it, the drop-off is just ridiculous. It's, it's yeah. stressful. I mean, you, you don't deal with pets, but you understand dog years. Yes. Working yeah. for Bill Parcells and dealing with Bill and playing for Bill, your career feels like dog years because it's just – and that's okay. It gets the most out of you. That's just how they are. That's why they're so successful. Sean Payton, Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells. It's like being, you know, literally. It, One year equals like five years, you know? Yeah, it's a great point. And obviously, Bill learned from Bill. That would be Belichick learning from Parcells. Last one. Um, Key, just fill us in on this. we got less than a minute to go, and let's fire it in. Dexter Jackson, Super Bowl thirty-seven MVP, should have actually gone to Disney World instead of Brad Johnson taking or shaking. <laughs> Take it. Take it. I don't know what happened there. I don't know. I don't know if he had to get home to his family or he wasn't a, a, a Disneyland guy. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Maybe he didn't like Mickey or something. I, you know, who knows? He certainly didn't go, though. I do know that. Man, Zubin, I, all I know is when I was about four or five years old, I got kicked out of Disney World because my dad pushed Mickey Mouse down. <laughs> you got kicked out because of what? My dad Push Mickey Mouse down. How about that? Oh, I thought and you now, said I thought you got kicked out because you tried to sneak in the line and or something, and you didn't meet the requirements. Too small for the, the height. Stop. And I didn't say. I just said requirements. I didn't say height. And now he works for the mouse. Take it or shake it. Is brought to you by Granger. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.